I think when relationships end, especially friendships, we can just find ourselves in the place questioning ourselves. What does this mean about us? But what if it means something good about you? You're listening to In It. This is for anyone who is in the trenches, in the process and pursuit of a life fully lived. And I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm your host, Lindsay Plebiak. Let's do this. So I started this morning off actually going on a walk because it was so cold out and I felt full of life and inspiration. I am the person that is lit by this kind of weather. I know many of us are not, but man, I am. And I just felt like the inspo hit me. When I thought I was going to actually go create some reels today, I stopped right in the middle of the reels. It's like I got another idea. And I felt like this conversation had to be brought and brought to you now. I was thinking about, I was reflecting a little bit as I was creating. And I wanted to talk today about when friendships end. Well, I'll just take a pause there, take a deep breath in and just sit for a second because I think it's a heavier topic because it brings up a lot, you know? You find people that you know, you can connect to and you think you have this like really like close bond and there's a lot of mutual understanding and maybe you find yourself relating or, you know, you can get so close to each other and perhaps you can do a season of life with each other for a really good amount of time. Maybe there's that moment where it feels like, man, these are my people. Like these are my people. I found them. And I think when those relationships end, a lot of things get questioned about how we perceive our reality, how we perceived those experiences. Things like, was that just like a lie or a waste of time? Or the thing that I know I feel the most is, is it me? What did I do? Like, what did I do wrong? And the question that I've spent a lot of time asking myself in this season in navigating changes of friendship over and over has been, am I the problem? Am I the problem? Probably the most honest moment I'm going to have with you guys in a minute. But I really, really, really want to help anyone out there that's struggling with transitions in relationships in a season when, where there has been so many transitions in life. I don't know if you guys have picked up on what's being thrown down in this calendar year, but Every, I think I've read somewhere that like every seven years, you know, like every seven years, your, uh, your hair can change. I don't know if you know that or not, but like, I think like your hair can, every seven years, your texture of your hair will change. Or, you know, when I, when I was younger, like I had really, really, really curly hair, really like kinky wavy hair. I actually got one of those straightening perms. (laughs) Can you believe that? I actually had a straightening perm and then it like never went back and it's always kind of been straight ever since then. But the the texture of my hair has changed over the years. I don't know if you are aware, but I think there are seasons like that as well, where you find yourself in a season where suddenly everything is shifting. A lot of that is, you know, kind of just like the trajectory of the life that like, like life that you're in. I know for me, a, a big season when I felt that 
massive change and transition was when everybody was getting married. I got married a little bit later. I still think I was way too young to get married. I got married at 27 and I still think that was way too young. <laughs> no, no offense to anyone that got married younger than that. But for, for me personally, I think Kern and I could have stretched it out a little bit longer. <laughs> we always say that was too young for, for the two of us. But here we are. The thing that is, but I remember in that season in, in life, I had a lot of friends when I was like 21, 22, 23, 24. A lot of my friends were getting married and I wasn't. And that caused some shifts and changes in the relationships and navigating like different dynamics and whatnot. I think that's a season for now as well. You know, a lot of my friends have, you know, had kids and they're in this like child rearing stage of life and I, I don't have children. And I, and I sense those shifts again, those shifting seasons. I think those things can happen. You know, people go into their careers, they take different job changes. I mean, all of that is just part of life, right? But I am talking about the very unique experience that I think that 2022 specifically has offered us in that we are coming out of a post-pandemic time and that has been uncharted waters. And this year in particular, things have shifted to a magnitude that I have really never felt before in my life. And maybe you feel that way as well. And there's been so much transition, so much change. And I think that, you know, I'm going to argue really strongly that a lot of the relationships that you pulled into maybe over the last years where life, the outside world felt really chaotic, maybe you pulled closely into friendships and relationships or coworkers or people that you spend a lot of time, you did a lot of life with. I think the last two years, there was such an emphasis on community and coming close to people because the world was very uncertain. And I think all we really had for those two years of lockdowns and navigating, you know, just craziness, I think the times called for people to be close together. And for people to set aside, you know, differences for the most part where you were living locally and to really try to band together with those who you shared ideas with or passions with or worked with or, you know, just to just to kind of hold on to, you know, navigating a really tumultuous time. And I believe that 2022 has really, really presented a different scenario for all of us in that things have changed. We all went through something very challenging together. That's a you know unique bond that our day and age will always share. But the thing that I've learned is that people process that experience differently. And people have chosen different things outside of that experience that maybe I haven't or you haven't, you know, chosen, like how to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Because we brought, we brought all of our pasts together at that time. But that situation, even though it was a shared situation, it, it influenced us and impacted us differently. And the outcomes changed people. And it pushed people in different directions, different wants, different desires, different alignments. Everyone, I believe, uniquely spent that season deeply in reflection of what mattered to them. And I think it got abundantly clear for most what that was and what that wasn't, how people wanted to choose to live going forward and what they were no longer available for going forward. And I don't think any of us could have ever predicted that that was going to happen. But we're living through that. And what I found is a lot of friendships have ended because of those transitions. It's really hard to process. 
you know, I, I've always, you know, just in my honesty and humility here today, I've always really tried, you know, to be a, a decent friend. I think of what I would want in a friend and how I'd want that friend to show up for me. And I try to offer that back. And man, when, when, when friendships can, can, can part or cease or go in different directions, you're just kind of left feeling confused. Maybe you resonate with this. I hope, I hope that it's helping somebody. But I know for me specifically, there have been a lot of seasons, even beyond the season that we just navigated, where friendships have, those doors have closed. You know, the time, that, that moment, that, that season of doing life together had ended. And the question that I had asked myself so many times was, am I the reason? Am I the problem? I think, I think you're the, the type of person that's going to say one or you're going to kind of go one or two ways. <laughs> you're going to be the person that goes inward. That's like, it was me. It was me. And you're going to be the other person that's going to be like, it was them. It was them. You know, there's only two types of people. <laughs> really people that are taking it inward and people that are pointing the finger, you know, the unglamorous truth that nobody really wants to admit is when you're in a relationship, whether it's spousal, whether it's friendship, whether it's parent to child, whether it's, you know, coworker to coworker, whatever it is, any relationship where two people are involved, there are two responsibilities at play. There are two personalities at play. There are two experiences at play. And there are two people in that relationship that are impacting and influencing the other, whether for good or for harm. And the truth is, it's both. It's both. I think my problem in the past has always been taking it all on. I've taken on all of it. And a lot of that has been my past and maybe how I grew up and the influences that formed me as a young person where, frankly, in past relationships and, you know, kind of up until recently, kind of felt like <laughs> it would kind of feel like people would put their shit at my feet and be like, pick it up. But I didn't put it there. <laughs> but I picked it up. <laughs> It would be like somebody literally takes a bunch of dog shit, puts it at your feet and literally says, okay, you pick that up and, and you clean it up. And I did for a long time. I picked up people's shit for a long time. Maybe because I thought I had to. Maybe because I thought that was how to gain love. Maybe that's just what I thought meant being a good friend meant. Oh yeah, I'll fix that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When I stopped picking, when I stopped picking it up, man, that's where things got really dicey. <laughs> but I also, in the same hand of saying that, recognize that, you know, I have enough humility to be able to say, I absolutely have impacted and influenced the relationships that are no longer in my life. You know, I've also brought my, my, uh, my, my baggage to those tables, you know, I've brought my struggles. I've brought, you know, not the perfect friend situation. You know, I can own that. I can own that. I've definitely, you know, hurt people in the past and, you know, didn't mean to. And 
my best intentions, you know, our best intentions, you know, they'll, they'll, they can still hurt. You know, I can own that. But the thing I asked myself for so long was, am I the problem? Am I the reason why this, why this situation ended? Maybe you find yourself asking that question in relationships that have ended in your life. Maybe, maybe people have pulled away from you, or maybe you've had a deep sense that that relationship is not a relationship that you should pursue anymore. And maybe you're sitting there asking yourself, am I, am I, is it me? Is it me? I'm, it's me. Am I, am I, am I the reason? I want to pose a question to you today. What if, what if you are? Like, what if you are the reason that friendship ended? What if you observed things and you experienced things and that you saw things that like you knew you couldn't align with anymore. What if, what if you were growing in a different direction than that person or that friend? What if you were growing and going somewhere where that person wasn't growing and going as well? I think I always took it on as I, I'm bad. <laughs> and again, that's, that's a wound. That's, that's a, that's a wound. And that's years of, you know, things that I've had to work to unlearn. What if you just, what, what, what if it's okay? What if it doesn't mean anything beyond the fact that you're going in a different direction? You have now grown or outgrown or, like I said, no longer aligned. And what I'm learning is people have come and gone in my life. And in that moment, you know, there was a very specific reason why they were there. You know, I truly, I'm a person filled, you know, I love the Lord and I believe in God. And I do believe even the people that have hurt me the most, man, even the people that have hurt me the most, that I've loved the most, you know, I can still see why God brought that person into my life. And I can see what that interaction in that relationship, even though it was painful and even though it was so hard, I can still see how God used it for good. I can still see how that person impacted me in such a way that I learned a lesson that I grew or I saw a way that I never wanted to be or I experienced something that impacted me so deeply that I had the opportunity to turn around and change my experience with people going forward because I never wanted other people to experience what I went through, you know, or I want, or, or, or it taught me like, Hey, that's not actually love. That's not actually friendship. Friendship looks like this, this, this love looks like this, this, and this. How, how are we ever going to know what truly is friendship and what truly is love? If we don't experience the other side of that, how are we ever going to really know? You know, we have to go through relationships ending, whether it's a friend, whether it's, you know, a dude. I don't, <laughs> and mostly women listen to the show. So if you're a dude, if a chick leaves you, you know, hey, <laughs> or something like that happens, you know, it's like this is relative for anyone. But we have to go through these things so that we have the clearest picture of what it actually means to have deep friendships and deep love in our life. And if anything, all this transition and all these shifts that have happened this year for me, even though it's been painful and even though I haven't understood, even though I've been left confused and 
even though there's times where I had to make decisions that, you know, ultimately, you know, protected me and, you know, maybe were misunderstood by others. I've gained a deep perspective of health, of balance, of, you know, what a true friendship and a relationship looks like. Some of my best friends in the entire world, you know, I've known them for years. There's so much relational equity with them. They've seen all seasons and sides of me. A lot of them live in Baltimore, Maryland. I spent a lot of time with a lot of them. And I think, I think that's the hardest thing for me personally is that like all my real buddies, man, like people that are just like my like true ride or dies, they all just live so far from me and I hate it. It drives me crazy. I'm actually heading up there soon to be able to visit them. But you know, they, they teach me, they remind me as I navigate transitions and seasons that there are people that will come in your life that will remain season after season. And what I've learned about them is it's usually a small amount of people. It's usually a really small amount of people that will remain there time, time, season, season that stay with you over decades, you know, but that number is really small and they, you have to cherish them. You have to really, really, really cherish those relationships. And if nothing else, the relationships I've lost or have transitioned out of have actually taught me so much about the ones that I love the most and why those people that are still in my corner and the ones that are always cheer me on time after time, how, how just infinitely valuable they are. And it's made me love them even more. And so if you find yourself, you know, grieving over a, a loss of a certain friend, I wouldn't just offer like, turn around and, and really look at who's still there. Look at who's still there and love them so much and tell them that you're so grateful that they're in your life and that they're, you're so thankful that they're in your corner. I'm not in no way saying that losing friends and having relationships change isn't going to hurt like hell. It has. It's hard. It's hard to process. But I want to offer something today that I know we've heard a thousand times. The only thing that we can do is we can take the relationship, we can look at the situation, and we, the only thing we can truly do at the end of the day is we have to be able to say two things. Number one, in this partnership, dynamic, friendship, relationship, whatever it is, there are two roles here. There are two sides of this coin. One part is mine to own. One part is theirs to own. I can only influence, impact, and be responsible for my part. I cannot influence, be responsible, and impact their part, no matter how hard I fucking try. I could sit there all day and just beat it like a dead horse. And if that person has their mind made up about how things are and how things are going to go, there's nothing I can do to influence it. Even if I wanted it to be that way, I can only own my part. And if I have a grievance to make right, it's my responsibility to do that. If there's harm that I've caused, it's my responsibility to apologize. But I want to offer it's not always all our problem. And if you're, if you're that person that's more like, I'm the problem, you're part of it, but you're not all of it. You're not. There's another person there 
with an equal set of responsibilities as a friend to own and to take up and to reflect and to get their arms around. And if that person can't do that, it's going to be really hard to like move forward in a friendship, you know? And it can't always be blaming. We can't always blame someone else. We can't. We can't always point the finger at somebody else and be like, oh, it's them. It's them. It's them. It's them. It's you too. It's you too, hon. <laughs> this is probably the most unconventional episode I've ever recorded in my life. And it's just really more of like a trail of thoughts, more like breadcrumbs. <laughs> but I think it matters. I think it's worth talking about. Here's the last thing I really want to like kind of tie in with you and with everything. If you're navigating a season of a friendship being lost or changed or being altered or just hardship, recognize this. Number one, even though it sucks, even though this is really frustrating, and even though there might be a lot of pain and confusion, there's a lesson to be learned here. That person's not in your life by a total random happenstance. The person is there for a lesson to be learned. And the ones that have transitioned out of my life, they've taught me some of the greatest lessons about myself, about who I am, about who I'm not, about where I'm going and what matters to me. And I take those lessons and then I go live them. It's not for nothing. It's also not okay to continue to stay in something that continuously harms you. If there's more drama and bullshit and struggle and that burning feeling in your kind of low chest stomach, which is actually like your nervous system being dysregulated. <laughs> if you're like kind of feeling that feeling like chest, stomach, kind of butterfly-ish anxiety all the time when you're around that person, that's your nervous system like not okay. Maybe that's not the best person to be doing life with all the time. Maybe that's your body trying to tell you, yeah, it's good. Had a lot of those. <laughs> I don't really believe that friendship makes us feel that way. Every person that's come in my life that has brought unhealth to me, that feeling's been there every time. The body knows, man. It knows more than you know. And every time that something's been harmful to me, that feeling's been there. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not, I'm not whatever. I'm just describing my personal experience. Every relationship that I felt secure in, that I never had to question, that I feel so loved and cherished in, regardless of who I am and what I'm doing. That feeling isn't there is what I'm saying. Every single time that it's been a relationship of health and joy and security, I've never felt that feeling in my chest. Never. And that's become a compass for me to kind of sense, is this a good thing for me or is this not a good thing for me? And finally, for those that say, am I the problem? Maybe you are. But maybe it's not that it's a problem. Maybe more, it's just the reason. And maybe it's good. Maybe it's not bad. Maybe you're growing and going a different way. And that's all right. It's actually a really good thing. Sometimes I look back and again, even though it's confusing, even though it's been tough, even though I haven't fully understood, even though there's been moments where I'm like, why does this happen to me? Why is this happening again? When I can really zoom out and take my emotions out of it, I can see that growth has occurred and I've got to be okay with that because if I'm growing and changing, 
not everything's going to stay the same, including my relationships. I think there's, again, very only few relationships that can continuously grow with you over season after season. You got to protect those and love them very much. But to the person that's always looking for the ride or die, I'm going to really quote Demi Lovato for a second, you know, in the end, it's, it's you and you have to live with yourself day in and day out. And I think a lot of times we can spend so much time trying to please accommodate, you know, try to get friends to love us, try to get that, you know, community, try to get, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, if you're sacrificing your personal peace or you feel like you're not living up to your own moral code or you feel like this isn't aligning with like who you are as a person, I think it's really time to reflect and recognize that as painful as it is to be alone, the solitude that I've experienced over the last few months has brought me more inspiration, more creativity, more insight, more, you know, gusto than I had in maybe any of those times and seasons of where I was surrounded by people. You know, you can be surrounded by people and be lonely. (laughs) You can be surrounded by quote unquote friends and and feel completely like misunderstood and completely alone. It's almost like I woke up one day and I was just like, this is bullshit. And I chose to walk a path by myself for a little while because I knew that even though it was tough, it was the right one. And even on those days that are hard and days that I'm just like, man, I hold out hope and I pray and I ask God to, you know, bring me people in my life that, you know, will be those peacekeeping, understanding ones who, you know, don't bring that dysregulation and confusion, you know, confusion in relationships. That's not, that's not a friend. You should never feel confused with a friend. There's going to be moments where you're, there might be like a, mis, a genuine misunderstanding, but a true friend's going to bring clarity. A true friend is going to bring their honesty. Even if it's tough, even if it's hard, they're going to have enough respect for you to be like, hey, can we, can we talk? Can we, can we like process something? They're not going to withhold They're not going to play games. They're not going to make you question, you know, where they stand with you. They're going to be honest with you. Even if it's hard, they're going to bring that honesty because they're going to care. And you know what? Sometimes in relationships, I've brought that honesty because I care and I'm trying to be forthright and it's not received. And you know what? That's not my problem. My problem is what do I have to own? as a friend? What do I have to own in my relationship? I can't control what's withheld. Are you kidding me? They're not going to make you, you know, question where they stand with you, you know? And that's the most important thing that I want to offer today is if a relationship season has ended for you, it is all right. Despite the pain, despite the confusion, those things can still exist. They can still exist even while it's for your good is what I'm trying to say. It can still be hard. It can still hurt. But I truly believe when a relationship season is over, the best thing that we can do is release it. And maybe it's over for now. Maybe, you know, people go their separate ways for a time and maybe in a different season of life, like the Lord will bring us back together, you know? But 
also it's okay if it doesn't happen that way. It doesn't mean that, you know, it, it was all for nothing. And I just want to let you know that even though I have lost a lot of people, I'll say over the last, you know, season around me physically, I've gained me. I think like I look back at some of the times in my life where I was, like I said, surrounded by the most people, but totally lost to myself and totally disconnected from myself. It's almost like I prioritized others' needs, wants over mine. And I was lost there. I mean, I've shared publicly so many times about, you know, my transition just in physically how different I look. And a lot of that influence was who I was spending my time with. I was spending a lot of time. We always, like I always, you know, we, we say that quote all the time, you know, you're the sum of the people that you spend the closest amount of time with. So choose wisely. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is actually very true because you'll take, if you're not careful, you'll take on their, their thoughts. They'll take on their voices. They'll take on your, that, that, that influence in your day to day. And when I look back and I see that version of my old self, I see a person that is not me. I do not see myself when I look back at pictures, even from a year ago, I don't see my face looking back. And so what I want to offer is if you lose something or something's gone, look at what you've gained. Look at what you can gain. Because losing people around me to gain myself was the best thing that could ever happen to me. Like I see me now and I'm like, oh yeah, there I am. That's my face. That's my, that's, that's my, that's how I look. That's, that's how I want to show up in this world. And a lot of what you've witnessed, a lot of things that people find very inspiring, people that message me that go, oh my God, like you're doing all this stuff and this is so incredible and everything you're producing and this, oh. so much of that was birthed from a place of being alone. So much of that creativity, so much of what you see now came out of being in solitude and being okay with being with me. And so if, if you lose something or if something trans someone transitions out of your life, don't necessarily count it as a loss, count it as a lesson, count it as what did this teach me and where do I go from here? And I'll tell you what, friend, if you can start looking at the relationships that end in your life like that, there'll be a lot more peace that follows you, a lot more growth that can journey on and get this, the more and more that you can lean into you, the more and more that you can own you and shine your bright light, despite those that may come that try to put it out or despite the pains that may try to take from it, sooner or later, your people are going to find you. They're going to find you. It's so interesting. Even, even people that I look at the different relationships in my present time now, and they're more like me. They're goofy, they're laid back, they're a lot of ambition, but also just, just straight up jokers. <laughs> love to laugh, love to kick it. Real honest conversations. There's a genuine authenticity. And man, it's been so life-giving to watch because that's a direct result of me giving myself permission to just be more of me. And letting go of those that did not align with where I wanted to go and who I, how I wanted to show up in the world. So just know that even if there's those transitioning out, there will be more transitioning in. 
But that comes from you owning who you are and your place in this world, regardless of who is beside you, cheering you on or not. Sometimes you're going to have to cheer for your own damn self, man. (laughs) But there's a lot of good in that. I used to be a person that needed friends and praise and influence. And man, I used to need that stuff. I don't need that anymore. Now it's just a blessing. Now it's just something extra that just brings another layer to my life, but it's not, you know, defining my life. It's not defining who I am. If I'm in relationship with so-and-so or not, like I'm okay by myself. And I wasn't before. And I think that there's so much power in leaning into you, your unique voice, what you can offer in this world and what, what you can bring standing on your own two feet and how you can influence the world out from that inner grounded place. So look at your losses and find the gains. Find the gains. And just know that you're good. That you're good. That you're good. Me, I, I.